Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, it's the life of Riley when it's Pabst Blue Ribbon you drink. The finest beer served anywhere, so let the glasses clink. Oh, east or west or north or south, there's nothing like it at all. Yes, you're living the life of Riley when for Pabst Blue Ribbon you call. When for Pabst Blue Ribbon you call. Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere, proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. (laughs) Chester A. Riley has just finished a hard day's work at the plant. He's physically and mentally exhausted. But trudging wearily up his front walk, his sagging spirits are given a lift as he anticipates the warm greetings from his wife and children, the wholesome, tasty dinner that awaits him, and the quiet, relaxing evening surrounded by his loved ones. Oh, Dumplin', I'm home. Peg. Oh, hello, son. Goodbye, Pop. What the... Come back here! What's the matter, Pop? Come in the house, young man. Shut the door. What did I do? Is that a way to greet your father when he comes home after a hard day's work? Goodbye. Oh, I'm sorry, Pop. I meant to say hello. Oh, that's better. Come back here! But I'm late. Where are you going? It's supper time. I had supper. Mom made boiled cauliflower. Yeah, I know it. I knew it when I got off the bus. <laughs> but that's no reason to run out of the house when your own father gets home. Well, I'm just going over to Egbert Gillis's house to see Bob Hope. You got a home. Phone Egbert and tell him to bring Bobby over here. Pop, Bob Hope on television. Television? Is that all you got to do? Hi, Daddy dear. Oh, hello, Babs. You don't see your sister running out to see television the minute her father gets home. Babs has a little respect for it. Come back here, young lady. What's wrong, Daddy? Where are you going? Well, just over to Marge's to see Bob Hope. You too? A fine pair of kids you are. You don't see me all day long. The one time I'm home, you beat it. I don't know why I had kids in the first place. The only pleasure I get from me is when I deduct you from my income tax. <laughs> I'm getting sick and tired well, of this... What's all the yelling about, dear? Well, I got plenty to yell about. I ain't in the house two minutes and they're gone. It's the same thing every day. Pretty soon they won't know me anymore. Oh, now don't exaggerate. Yeah, if this keeps up one of these days, you'll hear my son saying to my daughter, Who's that strange man kissing mama? <laughs> Calm down. 
you getting so excited about? They're just going out for a while to see Bob Hope. Well, let them go. Let them go. We didn't have them around before we were married. We don't need them now. They can go. <laughs> we won't be long. No, we'll be back in an hour. So long. So long. Yeah. Well, you must be starved, dear. I kept your supper warm for you. It's all on the stove. Just help yourself. I won't be gone long. Goodbye, dear. Goodbye, Peg. Come back here. Where do you think you're going? Well, just over to Mrs. Morris's to watch Bob Hope on television. Not you, too. Now, look, I told you this morning we were invited over there, but you didn't want to go, so I I worked hard to get a home so as I could spend a little time in it with my family. Not go running around to other people's houses to see television. Says in the paper, television keeps the family together in the home. Well, it's a big lie. It don't work with my family. We haven't got a television set. Don't change the subject. That is the subject. Now, you know the kids are crazy about television. They've been after you for months to get a set. If you got one, they'd stay in the house more. Well, I'll get one. I'll get one when the right time comes. When? What are you waiting for? I'm waiting till the new models come out with all the improvements. What improvements? Well, someday they'll put on entertainment. <laughs> I'm no sucker. Right now, television is just in the experiment stage. Oh, that's what you said about radio. And if we'd listen to you, we'd still have a crystal set with earphones. <laughs> Yeah, well, on our old crystal set, you could tune in the prize fights with Jack Dempsey knocking the ears off Louis Furpo. Today, you get girls playing softball. Now, what's wrong with softball? Softball. Hmm. They sell to people drinks in paper cups. How can you brain an umpire with a paper cup? <laughs> oh, let's not stand here arguing all night. Come on, I'll give you your supper, then we'll go over to the Morris's. No, 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 no. You can go, but not me. I ain't interested in television. I don't want to have nothing to do with it. You can't stop progress. I got a home to enjoy it, not to sit all night in the dark getting cockeyed. Well, when you were courting me, you loved sitting in the dark. Oh, sure I did. You can't stop progress. (laughs) And I'll tell you something else. As long as I'm alive, there ain't going to be no television set in this house. Oh, Riley, don't make such a silly statement. No, I ain't kidding. As long as I'm alive. The day I die, you can bring a television in the house and laugh at Bob Hope. But until then, no television. Television. Some invention. Sitting in the dark watching strangers carrying on. In my day, they arrested peeping toms. Yeah, I'm in the kitchen, Gillis. Oh, hey, Rennie. Ain't you had no supper yet? No, nah, I work late. Where's your spouse and your offsprings? Out. They didn't even wait to have supper with you? Where'd they go that's so important? Look, Gillis, stop putting on an innocent act. You know where they went, otherwise you wouldn't ask. How should I know? I ain't the kind of a friend goes around snooping and eavesdropping on his next door neighbor. Well, they went out, and I don't know when they're coming back. They'll be back at nine. That's when the Bob Hope show is over. <laughs> Gillis, you heard. Well, I couldn't help it. You were screaming so loud I could hear you a block away. Not that I blame you. I'd be sore too. What kind of a family you got? A guy wakes hard all day, he comes home, and his family, instead of sitting down with him to a nice warm meal, they rush out and leave him a couple of hunks of meat in a bowl, like he was a dog. Now, just a minute, Gillis. I resent that. 
I ain't a dog, and my wife don't treat me like a dog. And I resent your saying she treats me like a dog. And as far as my two kids are concerned, let me tell you I got a very fine litter. <laughs> well, why are you yelling at me? I'm on your side. Well, I'm sorry, Gillis. I didn't mean it. I just blew my top when you said I'm like a dog. You know me. My bark is worse than my bite. All I say is... All I say is a father is entitled to a little respect from his wife and kids. Well, they respect me. In a way. Sort of. Once in a while. Sometimes. I guess. Now, um, what do they ever do for you? Do they ever remember your birthday? They certainly do. Peg gave me a wonderful present. Oh, yeah? What? A vacuum cleaner. Well, sure, something she can use. She does not. I'm the only one who ever uses it. What is she going to give you for Father's Day, a girdle? I don't need one. I'm not that fat. I mean, anyway, Father's Day is a long time off. Oh, yeah, it's this Sunday. This Sunday? Well, if there's still a couple of days off, how should I know what they're getting me? I I know what I'm getting. Yeah. They hid it in the closet, a gorgeous dressing gown. They think I don't know, but I peeked. <laughs> you mean you opened the package? I not only opened it, I took it back and exchanged it for a different color. <laughs> well, my kids won't forget me on Father's Day, don't you worry. Ah, stop kidding yourself, Randy. You don't mean a thing to your kids. You're just a messenger who brings home 59.20 every Friday. No. No, that ain't true. They love me for myself. Oh, for yourself, huh? Yeah. For what? Your personality? Your looks? Your brains? Well, 59.20 ain't hay. <laughs> yeah, but how long can you go on waking? 10, 12 years at the most. Maybe with penicillin, you can stretch it to 50. <laughs> Believe me, Riley, before you look around, you're an old man. You've got rheumatism, uh, arthritis, uh, bronchitis, uh, asthma, uh, sinus, neuritis, uh, sciatica, lumbago. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Gillis, have you got an aspirin? In your condition, an aspirin won't work. There you are, Riley, out of wake, no money. How will you live? Well, the kids... The will... kids, yeah. Junior's married. He's got a family. Babs is married. She's got a family. Yeah, but i got to live somewhere. Natch. So one Sunday afternoon, they have a family conference. What'll they do with the old man? And Bab says to Junior, I'll take Mama, you take him. But Junior says, I'll take Mama, you take him. And Bab says, I would take him, but my husband can't stand it. And Junior says, I'd take him too, but my wife can't stand it. Somebody's got to take me. There's only one place left for you. Where? The old people's home. No. No, I won't go. I'll run away. Where will you run? You're in a wheelchair. <laughs> I can see you now, sitting on the porch there, rocking, rocking, all alone. Yeah, but they'll visit me, won't they? Every Sunday. Well, that'll be nice. That's what they say. But come Sunday, Junior goes to a ball game. Babs? She goes to play canasta. Peg? Peg, she's minding the grandchildren. Gillis, you'll come, won't you? Me? Who's got time to bother with an old man? Oh, Gillis. I never thought I'd end up like that. All alone, rocking and... Wait a minute. What am I worrying about? I'm only 40 years old. I know, but time flies. You're in trouble, pal. Who's in trouble? Stop needling me. I know your type. You ain't happy unless you make me miserable. 
Well, you'll never have the satisfaction of making me miserable. You'll see. On Father's Day, my kids won't forget the poor old man who's sitting all alone in the old people's home, rocking, rocking, rocking. Pap Blue Ribbon will bring you the second act of the life of Riley in just a moment. What do you have? Pap's Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pap's Blue Ribbon. In Texas on the Rio Grande, the cowboys have a favorite brand. They serve it at your local bar. Sing out, partner for PBR. What do you have? Pap's Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pap's Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pap's Blue Ribbon. Pap's Blue Ribbon beer. Finest beer served anywhere. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Prove it yourself with a three-way expert's test. One, your eyes are pleased with that Blue Ribbon clearness and sparkle. Two, your nose is teased with the aroma of Blue Ribbon hops. Three, your taste agrees. Finest beer served anywhere. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Now back to the life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown. It is now the morning of Father's Day, and as Riley dresses hurriedly, the question uppermost in his mind is whether or not Peg and the children will remember him on this one day dedicated to fatherhood. Ah, if only Riley could overhear the conversation that is going on in the kitchen right now. What anguish and heartache he could avoid today. What did you buy your father, Junior? Oh, I got him a snazzy tie. And I got him some handkerchiefs to match. What did you get him, Mother? You'll never guess. What, Mom? A television set. Oh, that's right. Oh, gee whiz, Mom, that's real thoughtful, buying Papa a television set. Just what we needed. They're awfully expensive. Where did you get the money? Oh, your father will pay for it. <laughs> I mean, I, I made the down payment, of course, and we'll pay it out weekly. Hey, come up. Breakfast ready? Oh, just a minute, dear. Where is the television set, Mom? In the garage. It's got a built-in aerial, so all we have to do is to carry it in the house and plug it in. But first, I've got to get your father out of the house. On Sunday, we'll have to start a fire under the couch. I'll get him out somehow. I want to surprise him. Okay. And we'll give him our presents at the same time. Watch it. Here he is. Well, good morning, everybody. Morning, Peg Dumpy. Morning, Bev, sweetheart. Morning, morning Daddy. Morning, morning, Pop. Good morning. Well? Well? Oh, um, Riley, when you look in the drawer there, I think there's a package of napkins. <laughs> in the drawer. A <laughs> package? <laughs> napkins. <laughs> okay, I'll bite. <laughs> Hey, there's a package of napkins here. Well, that's what I said. Sit down and have your breakfast. Yeah, uh, sure. Well, come on, dear. What are you looking for in the cupboard? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Just admiring the workmanship. Please pass the toast, Daddy. Uh, what are you doing today, Riley? What am I doing? Yeah. Today? Yes, what are you doing today? Well, I... So today I'd spend with you and the kids. What for? <laughs> what for? Well, I've got things to do today. So have I. Me too. Yes, we'll be busy. Last minute shopping? Huh? Oh, no, no. I've done all my shopping for the week. Uh, 
Why don't you go to a movie? There's a wonderful picture, The Men. Yeah, Peg, but today... It... Well, what's so special about today? Well, if you can ask me a question like that, okay. You don't have to spell it out. Gillis was right. Okay, I'll go. Wait, eat your breakfast. No, thank you. You can have breakfast with your wonderful children, but I'll eat mine in the corner drugstore. And I hope I choke. <laughs> Something wrong with the eggs, mister? You didn't eat them, and I boiled them with loving care. Oh, they're okay. I ain't hungry. Just give me the check. Okay. Eat. How can I eat? Some Father's Day this turned out to be. Oh, I thought Peggy'd be the last person to let me down. Nonsense. I'll be the last person to let you down. <laughs> oh, it's you. Yes, it is I indeed. Digby Odell. The friendly undertaker. <laughs> well, what are you doing here, Digger? Don't mention this to any of my business colleagues. I just dropped by to get a copy of my favorite magazine. Oh, uh, young man. Yes, sir? Let me have this week's issue of, uh, if you'll pardon the expression, life. <laughs> life? We're all out of it. I run into so many people like that. <laughs> this week's life was endorsed by my health club. The U-E-P-B-W-L-S. The U-E-P-B-W-L-S? The Undertakers, Embalmers, and Pallbearers, Boxing and Weightlifting Society. <laughs> well, I think I'll be running along, Digger. Fine. Going my way. Well, I don't care which way I go. What's wrong, Riley? You seem very low. Oh, it's everything, Digger. My wife and the kids. Oh, yes. Children certainly can be a problem. Why, only yesterday, a gang of hoodlums pilfered a sign from a movie theater and hung it on the door of my business establishment. Oh, I was mortified. Well, why? What did the sign say? Cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> well, what my kids did is a lot worse. They didn't even remember me today, on Father's Day. Oh, that's a catastrophic calamity to a dutiful, doting dada. I was remembered today by my sons, Clay... Mossbank and marble stove. Well, you're lucky to have such nice kids. Oh, yes. The dear lads got together and dug down for my gift. They got me a snazzy pair of Hawaiian swimming trunks. Black. With light black pineapple. <laughs> my kids don't think enough of me to give me a present. They didn't even say Happy Father's Day to me. Oh, well, before you blame them too much, examine your own conscience, right? Maybe you haven't always been as good a father as you might. Who, me? Well, how can you say that, Digger? Only the other day I was yelling at them. Ah, you were yelling at them. Well, yeah, but if only for their own good. Because I want to keep the family together, have a real home life. But they're always running out at night to watch television somewhere. A noble idea, Riley. I do believe in keeping the family together. In fact, my slogan is, everybody in one place and a place for everybody. <laughs> But if you want to keep them home, you should have gotten them a television set. But I don't like watching television. What's the use of living here in sunny California if you got to spend the night looking at some guy with snowflakes all over him? <laughs> now you're exaggerating. No, I ain't. It hurts my eyes. One night I watched a set for a whole hour, and when I kissed my wife before going to bed, she looked like gorgeous George. 
Nevertheless, you are being selfish, denying your family pleasure. Believe me, once you get a set, you like television. I adore it. I could sit there for hours watching my favorite programs. Spade Cooley. <laughs> Buster Keaton and his dead fan. And there's a new quiz program that's a dandy. Yeah. Take it and drop it. <laughs> well, maybe you're right. I guess I have been a little selfish. Maybe I haven't been such a good father after all. Digger, I'm going to get him a television set the first thing next week. Why not today? There's an RCA dealer around the corner that's open, and they'll make immediate delivery. I'll do it. Boy, will they be surprised. I'll go with you. Well, 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 wait a minute. What about money? I, I ain't got enough. Oh, just make a small deposit and pay as you go. Same thing in my business. Only you pay when you go. <laughs> and we make the deposit. Well, come along, Riley. We'd better be shoveling off. Mighty kind of you all to ask me to stay on here as foreman of the Triple X Ranch. But now that I've done paid off your mortgage and run that crooked sheriff out of these here parts, changed the course of the river so it waters your land, dynamited the log jam, and shot those 35 dirty rustlers this morning, I guess I'll mosey along and look for some excitement. Come along, old Peyton. Boy, that was a swell picture. It's a wonderful set, Mother. Oh, yes, it works fine, doesn't it? When, when's Pop coming home? Well, he should be home soon. He was awfully mad at us this morning. Oh, I don't really blame him. He thought we'd forgotten all about Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get over it when he sees this set. Hey, there's Pop now. Where? Across the street. Isn't that Mr. Odell with him? Hey, he's coming across. Now, listen, children. When he comes in, don't say a word about the set. I want to see the expression on his face when he walks in here and sees what we got him. He's going to be the most excited. Well, I'm going in now, Digger. They must have delivered the set by now. It's over an hour. Would you like me to go in with you? Well, I'd rather not, Digger. No offense, but it'll probably be a very touching scene, and they they might be embarrassed kissing me in front of a stranger. As you wish. I'm just going to walk in without saying a word and watch the expression on their faces. (laughs) Well, so long, Digger, and thanks for straightening me out. Forget it. It isn't the first time I've done it, and believe me, it won't be the last. <laughs> Kill you. I must go where the wild goose goes. So long, Digger. <laughs> that is for the weather. Peg! Well, so here you are. Uh, yeah. Well? 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 Uh, Riley, look over there. Yeah, I see it, I see it. Well? Well? Well, what? Well, say something. Ain't you surprised? Why should we be surprised? Well, that's the last straw. There are millions and millions of fathers in this country today who got presents from their families. But I'm the only one who is thoughtful and considerate enough to give his family a present. But, Riley... And you don't even bat an eyelash. Not even a thank you. Ungrates, that's what you are. Ingrateful ungrates. <laughs> oh, Riley, how can you say such a thing? Now I know you for what you really are. I've been married 18 years and I had two kids, but it ain't too late to do something about it. I'm having this marriage annulled. <laughs> Riley, have you got... 
gone crazy. And as for that television set, back it goes. This minute. Out of my way, Junior. Oh, Pa. Riley, stop it. Put that set no. down. Daddy, what are you doing? Don't try to stop me. Open that door. Mr. Riley, I've got your television set. Where do you want me to put it? Right over there. I'm taking this one out of... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Riley, where did that set come from? Never mind that. Where did this one come from? We got that for you for Father's Day. You, you didn't forget? Oh, Peg, you, you really love me. Oh, of course, you dope. Babsy, you love me? What do you think, Daddy? And you too, Junior? Sure, Pop. Gee, my family loves me. <laughs> what a revolting development this is. In just a moment, Riley will return. Let's look at the weekend picnic list. Hard-boiled eggs, potato salad, cold cuts... And most important, plenty of that smoother, smoother, smoother Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yes, sir, friends, don't forget this when you're at the store tomorrow morning. When a man says, what'll you have? Just tell him, a handy six carton of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Slip your fingers into that patented easy-to-carry handle and take home six cans of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Enjoy the internationally famous taste of the finest beer served anywhere. <laughs> Gee, Peg, I feel like a heel acting the way I did screaming at you and the kids like that. Oh, forget it, dear. It's not really your fault. We shouldn't have pushed you out of the house this morning. You were sweet to get that television set. Well, I, uh, I got something else. Here, Peg, for you. Oh, Riley, <laughs> perfume, voodoo. <laughs> Just a little something for Father's Day. But, Riley, why give me anything on Father's Day? Well, the way I look at it, I, I owe you plenty. If, if you hadn't have become a mother, I'd never have become a father. <laughs> what'll you have? What'll you have? What'll you have? Mr. Wallington, what's the right way to say those famous words? Well, anyway, it's okay. But there's only one answer to that question. Oh, yes, yes, I know. The answer's always the same. That smoother, smoother, smoother Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Beer served anywhere. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Prove it yourself with a three-way expert's test. One, your eyes are pleased with that Blue Ribbon clearness and sparkle. Two, your nose is teased with the aroma of Blue Ribbon hops. Three, your taste agrees. Finest beer served anywhere. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. And now a serious word from the man who makes Riley so smiley. Folks, this is Riley, alias William Bendix. 
Most American parents believe very definitely that what was good enough for them isn't good enough for their children. We want the very best for our youngsters, and of course, that means a fine education. As matters stand, however, America's educational institutions face a dangerous crisis. The increased birth rate during and since the war means that our schools will have to educate an extra million children a year each year for seven years. And right now, the schools just can't do it. To try to make them work under the added strain would be like trying to cram a brick into a matchbox. In order to give our youngsters the education they deserve, we'll need more schools, more classrooms, more equipment. New facilities will have to be built, an old one strengthened. A quarter million extra elementary school teachers must be found. A task of this size calls for the cooperation of all Americans who recognize that the strength of our schools is the strength of our communities. Your local school boards and civic groups are drawing up an educational blueprint for the future. You can join them and work with them, helping to prepare our schools for the great influx of students. And you can get additional information by writing to the National Citizens Commission on Public Schools, New York, New York. Good citizens everywhere are helping. How about us? Good night, and we'll see you next week. and invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker by arrangement with Universal International Pictures, which will soon release Peggy, starring Diana Lynn and Charles Coburn. Tonight's script is by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Schiff. Music by Lou Kozloff. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow, Digger O'Dell is John Brown, Babs is Louise Erickson, and Junior is Bobby Ellis. The Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Newark, New Jersey, and Peoria, Illinois, and sent your way with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. Jimmy Wallington speaks. Bill Stern's guest, next on NBC.